Greetings and welcome to our 21-day devotional on Jesus' Beatitudes and his Sermon on the Mount. This is day number 18. This lesson will be a little bit longer, so I pray you'll stay with me and let the Lord speak to your heart. The topic today is the day religion died. Jesus spoke these words recorded in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5, verses 17 through 20. Do not think that I have come to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Most assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever does and teaches them shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Over the history of humanity, among people, there has been a tension between what and who is right or wrong. There have always been religious leaders who have placed themselves over people as the standard for all others, and doing so while claiming God's permission and a superior station in life. But these people, like the Pharisees, have always been the wrong ones. This becomes clear when Jesus entered the religious scene of his day. He made a distinction between God's intended purpose and what religious leaders were actually doing. Yes, God did give the Ten Commandments and other statutes to Moses on Mount Sinai, and they were designed to be understood and followed by God's people. However, we know from Paul's writings that the law was intended to reveal the futility of trying to obey the law in one's own strength. Romans 8 and 3 talks about that. As well as to point people to Christ. In Galatians chapter 3 verse 24, Paul called the law a schoolmaster to lead people to Christ. In 1 Timothy 1 and verse 8, Paul wrote, the law is good. But the problem was the sin nature and the weakness of humanity as revealed in their and our inability to consistently do what God wanted. We know in history that religious leaders added 600 plus lesser rules and man-made commandments. In all of this, religious leaders like the Pharisees gave people a false sense of security that if they do what was told them, that they will be right with God. During Jesus' time on earth, religious leaders imposed rules such as Sabbath day journey, in which no one was allowed to travel more than about two thirds of a mile, or mandating practices such as ritual hand washings and much more. What is noteworthy is that Jesus routinely broke their laws while always being true to Moses and God's law. One day he healed a man on the Sabbath day and told the man to pick up his bed and walk, which was work that was forbidden on the Sabbath day, for which Christ was criticized. Think about this. They were critical of a man being healed of a significant disability because it was done on the wrong day. On another occasion, Jesus and his disciples were condemned for eating without doing ceremonial washing of their hands. 
Again, something that was a part of man-made rules and not God's law. As I write this article during Black History Month, I'm reminded of the civil disobedience of people in the era of Reverend Dr. King. They sat at lunch counters that were whites only, thus breaking laws. Dr. King said, it is just to obey a just law and it is unjust to obey an unjust law. Ironically, we see that Jesus practiced a form of religious civil disobedience. You could say he protested religious injustice. Jesus said this, unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. He undermined religious systems while paving the way for hearts to be changed by the Holy Spirit, something we call the new birth or born of the Spirit. There are spiritual disciplines, things we do as regular prayer and serving others, which may be considered pure religion, as James said, chapter one, verse 27. But nothing we do is for the purpose of gaining God's favor and earning his righteousness. A highly educated, respected, religious establishment man named Nicodemus received a lesson from Jesus about a new reality. We read in John three, verse three, Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly I say to you, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? How can he re-enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. During his sermon on the Mount, Jesus forever changed the paradigm for what it means to be righteous and to walk with God. But religious leaders wanted to hang on to old ways, maintain control over people, and present themselves as gateways to God. Sadly, we see this same behavior until this day. As a pastor, I'm a spiritual leader, or what some might call a religious leader, but I know better than to present my righteousness above the righteousness of God as revealed in Christ. We don't need to follow the example of the Pharisees when we have Jesus, the scriptures, and the Holy Spirit to lead us. The minister's job today is to lead people to Christ and then shepherd them in their relationship with God and understand the word of God. We are all equal in God's sight. Our purpose and roles may differ, but the body of Christ is designed to edify or build up one another. With this more in-depth lesson, I have three reflection questions for you to think about. Number one, how did religion die when Jesus presented a new reality with his Sermon on the Mount? Number two, why is trying to live by man-made rules ineffective as compared to being born again and following Christ? And number three, why is the righteousness of trying to keep man-made rules lesser than the righteousness of God in Christ? God bless, have a great day, and be encouraged.